Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring 20s Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Yay, it's Monday. How's your digestion nowadays? Um, not good. I, like, never go to the bathroom. No. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, like, not really. When how often like, do you go? It takes too much time. I don't know, maybe, like, once a week. Once a week? Oh, mm-hmm. <gasps> Brenda, you need to do something about that. I know, it's just so annoying. Well, wait, are, what are you taking or not taking? Do you need to stop taking things or do you need to start taking something? I've stopped taking everything because I can't afford it anymore. <laughs> you should just stop taking everything in general so you can see what your body really needs. Yeah, I definitely do feel a lot more like I was just pointing this out and thinking about it myself. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I obviously this is a horrible example because it's the end of the night and I've been up for hours. So I'm like sleepy right now. But in general, throughout the day, I feel like I have so much more like energy throughout the day than I did a couple of weeks ago, even months ago. Now that you've stopped taking certain things? Yeah, I've like stopped. I don't even think it's related to that, but just in general. I I don't really know what's different, but I just feel so much more energized. And it just makes me think something was not right before then. Right. Well, you're on a really good routine. Like your routine is consistent. I think having consistency with your routine is like big about like what when you like, I feel like I'm so exhausted lately because I, I sleep and wake up at a different hour every day. Mm -hmm. And like when you're on, they do say that it's better when you wake up at the same time, like go to sleep at the same time every day and wake up at the same time every day. And I feel like you wake up at the same time pretty much every day. Yeah. Like you're consistent about that. Let me think about my digestion. Um, my tummy kind of hurts and I just wanted to know about how you were doing. Oh. I just care about your bowels. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, they definitely need work, but it's, it's one of those things where I'm literally (laughs) like, I don't know I, I I sometimes they're a big deal to me and other times I've been like dealing with it for so long that I'm like oh it's fine you're just used to it <laughs> yeah I'm like used to it and it's not good because it's not like fun or comfortable but anyone else out there that has any sort of digestion issues I, I hear you <laughs> no I'm so sorry I feel like they have gotten worse for you yeah yeah honestly I feel like if I'm being real with myself they probably have but I've just accepted it at this point <laughs> which is not the way to be no I don't want my friend to suffer I've just normalized it. It's insane. But anyways, beyond my digestion. <laughs> but but the energy thing is good. Cause you've been- oh, yeah, the energy thing is great. Great, yeah. great, great. I actually, I, again, I really, really don't know where to pinpoint it, but I also just feel like in a really good mental headspace right now. We love. Yeah. I feel like we're both like cleared of a lot of things. Yeah. We had like a lot of things on our brains. And I feel like we both are kind of more singularly focused on like what we're actually doing day to day versus like all the other things that can cloud brain space. Totally. Yeah. So I think something that I was like, that was on my mind was this idea of being in your twenties and Julia mentioned, she's like, I feel like a couple of, a couple of weeks ago, we felt like we were on the younger end of our twenties. And now for some reason, all of a sudden we feel like we're on the older end. And I feel I- like we just got old all of a sudden. Like, it really feels like a very valid feeling because honestly, it makes me, you know how, like, your whole life, 
your whole life you like see your parents as if they have things figured out or like they're whatever and I realize more and more not only that like our parents are real people and don't have it all figured out and like none of us ever will have it all figured out but I'm also noticing as we get to like different milestones I'm like dang are we ever like ready ready for things or does everybody just like take the leap at some point no I don't think you could be ever fully ready for anything because you also can't see the future like you never can be fully a hundred I mean you can like do things to be in a good setup position but yeah you can't ever be like fully prepared for anything because you don't know what life's gonna throw at you you really don't it's fascinating but yeah I, I echo that you gotta learn as you go I echo that sentiment so much because I do feel like now that I give it some thought I do feel older right all of a sudden like literally I felt like I would I would feel like oh I'm I'm young 20s and now oh, like a few weeks ago and I don't think it has to do with my actual age. I just think, I don't know why, some sort of shift that all of a sudden now I feel like older 20s. Yeah, we'll analyze that. We'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. We'll get back um, to you. First, it's time for Pride Pickles. I still do want to get those little pickle stuffed animals. Yeah, they're on it. Thanks. I think we need to get some of those and make some some personalized. No, what's it called? What's it called? Like brand, like when you if we would make Roaring Twenties podcast pickles. What's that I word called? Like wearing. I think you're right. Brand like branding. No, there's another My word. neck just growled. That was weird. Oh, that happens to me sometimes. But anyway, what? small small stuffed pickles coming soon. Coming soon. Coming, coming soon coming to soon. a podcast near you. Oh, I love them. <laughs> My pride is that I feel like I'm like taking more like chances or opportunities or I'm just like I feel very open to like what comes my way. You do I feel that from you. I love that. Oh my god, that makes me so happy. I really I really feel that I feel a much bigger layer of openness, which is interesting before because before me and Julia Press play on this episode, we were talking about control and I crave desire want (laughs) a lot of control in so many areas of life so it's interesting that I just feel a lot more like in flow and I feel a lot less pressure and it's a good feeling because I I it makes me recognize how much I didn't feel that way before do you know why that's shifted like was there anything that like happened or that you've been purposefully doing that has helped that shift like, do you think you were wor- purposefully working on it? Or do you think, like, kind of, like... I think I am, I am definitely being a, a lot less, like, pressuring on myself to be perfect in the way I execute, like, honestly, anything. Like, I'm just... I feel like I have a lot more faith that things just will work out and that I'll navigate it. Like, something I've been saying to myself a lot is every time I have, like, a what-if spiral thought or like that like initial like what if thought that can throw you down and this is like for anything like when it comes to work when it comes to I don't know relationships family money um which was like huge top of mind for me definitely I just keep like as opposed to continuing down that spiral and trying to find a solution to that potential spiral instead I'm just saying like okay and if that happens I'll navigate it then Mm. and it's it's hard because it's not like a satisfying answer per se sometimes because you're like okay but like I want to know how I'd navigate it Mm -hmm. and what I do and for someone that wants control like that's a very big thing to want to like analyze but it's almost like I think that my answer of okay I'll navigate it is almost this sense of like 
trust within me that like no matter what comes, I'll figure it out. I'm lucky to have the right support systems. And yeah, I, I, I just have noticed that the I'll navigate it is no longer unsatisfying because I believe that I'll figure it out in some way, shape or form. Because you will. Because I will. Because and I feel that. that you can do it in the past. It's that you know you can do it in the future. Yeah, I think that's what it is, honestly. I think I've had a lot more like evidence of like succeeding in ways and that's built my self-belief but also I think that the way I've been able to work through what I may have considered as failures in like any given time um or at least or maybe not measuring up to a standard I set for myself and navigating that too and continuing to push past that I think that's also built my self-belief which is interesting because we put a lot of like pressure on the idea of failure and I think it's almost given me more self-belief because I'm like okay this happened and I push past it a hundred percent a hundred percent you only learn you only learn from failure yeah or from failing at something it's just like a it's just such a negative word we need a better word for it because like really like you if you want something and you don't achieve it or it doesn't happen or it doesn't go the way you planned like you learn so much and you bounce back and it only creates better opportunity for the future yeah. And I realize that the less pressure that we put, like, I think a lot of times when we feel like we fail, we sit in it, we feel like shit about it. We think we're the only people. And it's like, that is what propels yes, the 100%. failure, if you will. Whereas if you just kind of accept, acknowledge, if you want to analyze to readjust whatever, mm-hmm. but not giving so much emotion to it changes everything. So anyway, that's my pride. And I do feel that. I just, I feel that from you a lot that like you, it seems like it's taking up and it's what kind of what I said earlier like it seems like it's taking up much less of your mental brain space yeah, lately definitely. I love that for you I love that for me too and then my pickle um my pickle is that someone that I love and care for deeply I'm, I'm only not being specific because I I don't know whatever um protect their privacy that's fine protect them and it's not like a huge deal or anything but I I guess it someone in my life I feel like is going through something right now and doesn't isn't ready to help themselves Mm, and it's it's really hard hard. oh my god yeah like it really is so hard and it is weighing on me so much because it's like when you honestly love someone care for someone whatever especially for people like us who are like super Mm. empathetic to what struggles people are going through and feeling like there's so much that I want to do to help them and knowing that they're like not doing as well as they were before and feeling like they're so closed off to help and have literally said the words like I don't want your help is really hard it's really Um, hard it is and like especially this whole situation of when people aren't ready to help themselves like accepting that you can't help someone until they're ready or until they're open to it or until they're willing to put in the work is super difficult I feel like we can one day we should do a whole episode on just that because it's so true and it's so hard when you love someone you care about someone and you see somebody's potential like you really want that for them and you really want to help them but the truth is is that people people really do need to want help you can't help someone that doesn't want help and unfortunately like only someone can get to that place on their own but it's a very, very hard from an outside, you know, being an, the outside person. When yeah. you when you see someone and you're like, you could be, you could do this, or you could be this way, or feel this way, and yeah. better than they are, and that's that's really hard. 
Yeah. I think especially with all like the development work that we've done or the people we've spoken to and we're like, no, like you can literally change your life. These like few things will be just even a little bit better. Yeah. And I think when you see that firsthand, you want everyone that you love to be able to see it for themselves. Yeah. But what about you? This is like long-winded for no reason. No, they were good. I think those are really, really tangible topics that other people might be having similar prides and pickles to this week as well. My pride this week, I told Brenda, but last week I said that something I wanted to get back to because I've been so off my morning routine is I want to get back to doing my yoga, which I was doing every day and it was making me feel so good and like both body and mind, like so, so good. And I really was off of it for a while because of like all the moving pieces in my life. But I told Brenda last week, if you guys listened, that I will I was making a commitment to myself to start to get back to that. And I would start my first step to getting back to my full routine or to whatever new routine that I'm going to implement that that's going to serve me best at this moment um, was that I wanted to promise myself that I would do yoga three times this week. And it is Thursday and I already did it twice and I have a plan to do it tomorrow. So there we go. Three times made a promise, kept it. Love it. Build that self-belief, baby. And the other day when I just didn't want to do it because I was feeling tired, I was like, nope. I told myself that I was going to do this this week and like I can do 20 minutes. Like I, I, and that's what I like about setting realistic um, expectations sometimes. Like obviously we should all set way higher goals for ourselves, way harder wants. Sorry, we're changing that vocabulary. Way higher wants for ourselves than we think is even possible in like the grand scheme of things. Absolutely. Yes. But sometimes when you need like a start, a starting place to like rebuild some sort of momentum, doing like little achievable things is really helpful. Yeah. Starting small. That's what like literally any habit creating book (laughs) we'll talk about or expert or whatever is. It's just like you have to start somewhere and somewhere doesn't mean an extreme from one day to the next, even if you were doing those things before. Like, I guess a physical example, like I, I forgot who I was talking to. Maybe it was honestly even my mom. But like, yes, I ran a half marathon, but I haven't ran now in about a month mm-hmm. intentionally out of, you know, wanting to let my body heal from all the joint pain I created. But anyways, like I wouldn't expect myself to tomorrow, even if I've done, like for you, like you did yoga five days a week before, Right. It doesn't mean that like you expect yourself. Right, you could just go and run another half marathon. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing is like you can know that it's within you and you can be proud of that and not shame yourself for not doing that right now. Like you can know it's there. But to set the expectation from one day to the next to go and do exactly what you did a couple months ago without the practice or training right. Right. Um, that you had before is just like it literally it sets you up to just like I don't know, be hard on yourself to an extent. So I, I love that. And I think it's, it's such great advice too, because so many people have things that they want in their life. And I think when you set things that it feels super extreme, then it feels overwhelming. Then you blame yourself for not being capable when you could just build that little self-belief. Yeah. I think the key with anything is like having really big wants, like have wants beyond you, you think that you're even capable of, like have huge, huge wants but then set tangible, practical steps to get there. And like, you might think that they're not even like related, but I know that like my big want for a series regular that I talked about last week is related to my small step of doing the yoga three times a week. Yeah. Have big wants, but make, you know, proper 
simple steps. Not simple, but like, and achievable is not the word either. There's like a word that I'm looking for that what it is. Like practical, I guess practical steps. Yeah. Well, I think also simple, like I, I hate the connotation that simple has because I've used that too when it comes to like goal setting or whatever is simple doesn't have to mean like stagnant or yeah. But like, I think easy in a sense is also like good a lot of times because it's, it's like thoughtless. Like sometimes for myself, I'm like, okay, I don't need to overcomplicate. Like when it comes to like my fitness and stuff, I'm like, I don't need to overcomplicate this whole elaborate plan. Like I can literally keep it simple. And we like, we crave to an extent, although yeah, we work hard and whatever, like our brains, like they want ease. Like we want to do what's convenient. doesn't mean not working hard, but if we set certain things that create less thought work. Oh yeah. In the moment, it's so yeah. beneficial. Oh, I really wish I could think of the word because there's like another word that I want to use, but all in all, have big wants and do simple things to get, like, do small steps to get there. No, that's not even right. That's not what I'm trying to say. My brain is not fucking working and it's making me crazy. That's my pickle is that I'm fucking tired and my brain is not working. But what I'm trying to say is, like, have big wants and then make make the steps to get there. And they can yeah. be smaller steps on the way to the big step. Yeah, you know, I have a question about this is like kind of deep for a night when we're tired. But when it comes to your career and when it comes to your wants with your career, like mm -hmm. what keeps you going beyond like wanting it really fucking badly? Like what keeps you going towards that even when it gets hard? Um, I think there's a few things. I think I think one of the things is that there there is, and this is going to sound crazy, but like there just is no other option. Like this is just what I'm meant to do. It's, I, I cannot see myself doing anything else. So I think that that is like, it's not really a motivator. It's more of like a, a, like, I don't know, like a, a container, but I, I think that's a big part of it is like that they're just there just has never even seemed to be the option to do anything else. And, like, of course, I know realistically, yeah, I could do something else. Like, I have that option. Like, no one, I'm not going to die if I choose to not act anymore. But it just, I just could never see myself doing anything else. And it just, to me, has never seemed, there has never been a moment where I was like, okay, I can actually quit. Like, I've thought, obviously, in the times where I'm super upset or I want something and I don't get it or something's not going my way, I, I have those moments of, like, I should just fucking quit this. But it never actually felt like that was a, something that I actually could do. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a better way to probably explain that, but. No, I, I really get it. I do. And I was thinking about it because I, for, again, I'm, like, literally not remembering who I'm speaking to in these moments, but I was asking myself because when I was like kind of reassessing reevaluating my relationship to fitness my relationship to like how I was eating and the nutrition and whatever the way I was feeling my body if you will um like I was asking myself I'm like what is keeping me going like for someone that looks at my lifestyle and is like why are you still doing this not that anybody even thinks that but like out of curiosity like why are you chasing after like I don't even know what my ask yourself yeah like 
because the thing is I don't even like I don't it's not like I'm like chasing a specific body type or a specific type of muscle or like anything I don't even know what I'm chasing after like like literally physically looks like because there that isn't it but what I'm chasing after in terms of my vision is feeling so at ease and at peace in my skin and in my relationship to those things Mm -hmm. like prove to myself and to past versions of me that this place mentally and physically is achievable and it's achievable for me so I just thought it was interesting because I know that obviously your career is a is a very integral part of your identity. It's a very integral part of your strengths, obviously, but also like pain points sometimes based on how deeply you care about it. And the same goes for me when it comes to fitness and nutrition. Like it is something that is so empowering to me, especially over the past year of my life, but it's also been a huge pain point. And so I, I just think it's so interesting when people are going after certain wants to mm. kind of understand like what it is that keeps them going especially in moments when they question like what the fuck am I doing you know like even when I think about like certain especially because I think like something like food let's say is like such a celebratory thing that sometimes people don't like fully grasp it they're like okay like why aren't you like why aren't you doing this or like sleep in on the weekend like you don't need to like go to the gym and again I value all those things celebration is so important getting enough rest so important um but there are just certain aspects of it that I'm like I get what this means to me. So I was just curious about you. No, that's a good question. Why why we chase certain things and like what how important it is to ask ourselves the question of why we're doing something. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think we do ask like, you know, we, I mean, we, we talk about that all the time of being intentional. But when it comes to like these big things, like why are we chasing a certain type of relationship? Why are we chasing a certain type of career? And like, you know, of course, there's a lot of societal things that come on to that, but also within ourselves, why? You know, you, you yeah. can say, oh, I'm chasing a certain career because I want, you know, this amount of money or this person, my parents expect this of me or this or this. But asking yourself really why. And I think it's very interesting in terms of something like you said about like your fitness goals, because the only person that's benefiting or not benefiting off of that is you. Mm-hmm you know, versus maybe something, oh, well, I want this career because I want to make this much money because I want to support a family or I want to, you know, I want to have this much money so I could pay for this thing. But when it comes to like a fitness goal and how much you've been analyzing it, like the really the only person that that affects is you. It doesn't affect anybody else. Yeah. And I, a while ago, I listened to a YouTube video um, that was related to like health and fitness and whatnot, but the core, like the core aspects of, of it, um, were, are really related to any want. Like it was talking about the different phases yeah. of like sticking to certain goals and how it starts with inspiration, right? Like you get this spark of inspiration in some capacity and that's what you carry with you. But there comes a point where that inspiration isn't enough. Right. And even, you know, the next step being motivation, like that also sometimes isn't enough. It doesn't mean it doesn't matter. And that like, you're not going to feel it again, but sometimes those things aren't enough. So like I did this whole activity um, in terms of inspiration about when I'm not feeling inspired, mm-hmm. um, ways to spark inspiration, right? And for me, like pieces of that included visualization. So like for you, it might be something like literally visualizing yourself as a series regular. What are you wearing? How does your day look? Like mm-hmm. all that stuff um, yeah. to spark inspiration. Like, um, so that was one of the things that like really worked for me is like 
thinking about and expecting yourself to waver in your own belief, even when something means so much to you and being prepared for it when that happens. Um, So I have like a little, I guess like PowerPoint to an extent of inspiration, reasons why what I'm chasing after inspires me and ways to spark inspiration, ways to boost motivation when those things are wavering. Ooh, I love that. Cause I think that's really hard. Like you could want something so bad, but like you do waver in your ability to do the things to get you there a lot of the time because we're, we're people, we're dealing with the world around us. Sometimes we're tired. Sometimes you're just feeling unmotivated. Mm -hmm. So having like tips Um, and little tools to like spark that I think is so cool I like that visualization one yeah and it also doesn't even have to be related to the goal like for me one of the things in order to like boost my motivation literally was like a new workout outfit a facial a massage a, a sauna session like something different from what I normally do that's unrelated to the goal itself but is almost like a form of self-care slash self-respect slash whatever that's unrelated to like the ways that you beat yourself up yeah yeah and then I think like really getting clear this is I think what you were saying before about getting clear on the actual steps you're going to take to get there yes and and that's it getting clear on the steps yeah that's what I was really trying to say of like because because so much of the time we want something but we do all of these other things that we think are going to get us there and they actually like don't play any role in getting us there and we're or we have no idea where to even start to get there. Like sometimes you want something, but you're like, how the fuck am I supposed to get that? But like, I think the first thing is really get it, have the want and then get clear on the steps to get there. Thank you so much, Brenda. That is exactly what I was trying to say before. Yeah. And I think like building off of that setting the specific intentions and habits and getting clear on both of those things of what like things you're going to do in order to get there like like you said getting clear yes but I mean like specific like exact like setting that plan of for you if it's yoga three times a week or whatever um but asking like not only why am I doing this but also like what's gonna happen when I get there because I think a lot of times we have this like what word it is we have this like vision of how we'll feel when we achieve something exactly and I think that the way that you paint the way like if you identify how it is that you are going to feel in that moment not only visualizing it but I think it also gives you clarity on like if it's actually something that you want and I think that like feeling the feeling without even being there gives you a a maybe certain extra level of passion towards the actual process yeah oh it's so true and it's so complex and I feel like we could take it in so many different ways because there's so many different layers to it it's like why do we want what we want Mm-hmm. and then sometimes like what is the why under that and I think you know a lot of the times it's for you know happiness love connection feeling included wanted you know all those kind of like human base needs mm-hmm. but and but and sometimes it's like simultaneous sometimes it's like okay like I want this thing because it really makes me happy but maybe it's not fulfilling this other part of something that I want but we think if we achieve a certain thing that it'll just like fulfill all of it, but that's not always not necessarily true. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said about like fulfillment while, and I know we talk about this a lot, but like being fulfilled 
yeah at, before you get there and being fulfilled yeah. as you're chasing oh, your fulfillment in like I feel like I'm learning that so much right now not mm-hmm. even learning it so much but like really trying to keep track of it and like be aware mm-hmm. of it yeah even, for sure even when you get to a certain place or you have a want and you you meet the want like we were saying before you can't you you have no idea what you're gonna feel like when you get there yeah you don't know but you don't really know we're not fortune tellers so you don't really know what you're gonna be met with when you get there so you have to find a way of you know finding fulfillment on the journey and I I said something it was funny because I feel like I've been saying this like all week, but someone asked me about, because whenever, like as an actor, this is like a specific reference, but I think it relates to a lot of things. As an actor, people always, outside people always want to see product, right? I mean, that's a lot of times with any job. What, can, what do you have to show for what you do, mm-hmm. right? Oh, when's the movie coming out, right? When is, when, when can I watch it? And like where's it gonna be like where can I watch it when can I watch it and that's all great yes it'll be super fun like when I you know when something is out and people can watch it and people can see the product of all my work but one of the things that I was one of the things that a professor of mine told me in college and like said it once and just fucking stuck with me was if you want to be an actor you have to love the process not the product because so much as an actor is out of our control you can film a whole movie and they could cut you out of the whole fucking movie mm-hmm. or you can film a whole movie and it could never get finished or you know like there's a million things that can happen to the product but that product is out of our hands all we have in our control is how we engage in our process what are we, how are we showing up every day? What are we bringing to the table? Are we having fun while we're doing it? Are we being fulfilled in all of the other areas of our life? That's not just work. And I think that that applies to everyone and everything. Like I'm putting in the prime in that example, but really learning that it is about process and not about product because so much of the time, the product, whatever it might be for you, is completely out of your control or out of your vision. Totally. Yeah. And I think an an end goal of any sorts, there's, you can't look at something and it's just so funny how we like relate things to certain, to like our passion points or our trigger points or our pain points, whatever, because exactly as you're saying that I literally think about it in the sense of like building a certain type of aesthetic. And I'm just like, people might see someone with like a six pack and be like, and, and make any sort of assumption on any end of the spectrum when it could be totally different right? Maybe they could be struggling or maybe they could like, maybe they could be in a really great place or like, there's so many, I don't know, or maybe they don't feel well mentally. Like there are so many different things, but like a product of any sort, right? How something looks says so little about the process that it took to get there or how long it took to get. Your goal was that you wanted a six pack. Let's say it was like in terms of body. Your goal was you wanted a six pack. Okay. One, you don't know if you'll ever be able to achieve that because maybe your body just doesn't form that way. Like that's like a muscle that forms a certain way. Maybe your muscle doesn't look that way. Like, or, or, you know, maybe your body's not meant to look that way. But 
and but you don't have like so much control of that you have control over the steps that you can take you know to try to achieve something close to your vision of that but you but what is any achievement if you're not having fulfillment in the process like what you're just gonna you're gonna make yourself miserable for a year and get an to get a six pack that when you get it you might not even like or feel any different or or have any different way of thinking or being or you can like find a way on the journey to that six pack with a process that makes you really happy most of the time or makes you really fulfilled or makes you feel while you're on the way makes you feel mentally strong and strong in your relationships and like you know it's it's choice 100 percent 100 percent it's so true and I really hope that you guys take some time today to really think about like for any want that you're chasing after right now like really thinking about like why do I want this you know why what is keeping me holding on to this what do I expect I'll feel when I get there like asking yourself all these questions I think brings just so much perspective and just you know really doing things for you like we talk all the time about disappointing others before disappointing ourselves being hard as people pleasers and everything but I just think we've learned so much over the past couple of months and so much of it comes back to like really doing what feels most aligned and the only way you know if it's aligned is through trial and error and asking yourself those questions so um yeah hopefully you guys- I think like sorry I didn't cut you off for a minute, but no. like, it, it, I'm glad we're bringing it up because it's something I've actually been thinking about a lot lately of like I uh like and I think it goes hand in hand in like the second piece of what you just encourage people to do of, okay, what, what do I think I'm, I'm going to feel when I, when I achieve this thing and how can I just start to feel that way now? Mm. Having achieved that. Yeah. It's something that I've been thinking about a lot because right. I have these huge wants and I think that there's piece of me that think I'm, there are certain things that I think I'm going to feel when I get that there. And I've trying I've been trying to think about, well, how can I just feel that way already now? Mm, yeah, and, I love that. I don't have all the answers to that yet. I don't know a lot of those things because I'm some of them I'm like, well, I can't feel that way unless I have this thing. But I don't think that that's true. It's just having to figure out how to feel the way those certain ways without having the end product yet. Yeah. Um, or that end product, because once you hit any want, you're going to want another one. So there's that element too. But, and it's something that um, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about a lot of like art, like when you already feel, you know, in terms of like quantum physics and energetic vibrations, which I cannot explain because I am not a doctor, but um, when you can produce a feeling within yourself uh it creates a vibration an energetic vibration which then attracts similar vibrations so by creating that within yourself it is kind of that man it's the scientific basis of manifesting of when you do create that within yourself it you then then things of similar vibrations are attracted to you so then you will progress and like Brendan was just talking about how universe things have kind of been working out and it makes sense because of 
her her mental shifts, but it's just I think it's a really good question to ask yourself as a second part to what you were just saying, but of okay, well, and then how how can I start? Why do I want that? Getting clear on that, and then how can I start to feel that way now without that end product being met yet? And it doesn't mean don't go for it. Fucking go for it. I'm going for them. But how can I start to already feel that way so that maybe they'll even come a little bit easier to me? 100%. I love that so much too. I really do. And I think it's something also that like allows for that space that if that future vision does change, which it very well may, or it may not work out in the way you expected, it might be better. Might be better probably will be. It will be. And if so, like, how can you feel that now? Like, how can we not be so addicted to a destination? How can we like cherish the moments we have right now without fixating so much on that destination and still working for it, but like appreciating where we are now, because it's, it's still further along in the grand scheme of things than we were before because of the way that we've learned and grown and everything in between. So hopefully this guy, this was valuable for you guys. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I think it's so important to analyze these things, especially at this age. You know, it's really important to realize why we're chasing certain things and getting clear on what we want for ourselves. And it might change, you know, along the way, but to get clear on why you're doing something so that you can then ask yourself, like, is this really worth my fragile precious time but I'm but I think it's so interesting that you brought that up and to begin with of like what keeps you going when you're on the on the move because also I I don't know if we think about that enough like what what keeps you going it's a good question to ask yourself yeah it it is it definitely is I think it brings up a lot of thought-provoking scenarios Mm mm-hmm and hopefully things that make you real happy. Agreed. Agreed. We wish you literally every ounce of joy and happiness and peace and health. And yeah, we love it. All right. Well, great. This was a very interesting topic. Didn't know we were going to go down this route. Me either. You guys. Oh my God. It's literally raining, pouring. The old man oh, is yeah. swearing. It's literally going to pour. Oh shit. I had to walk those. Wait, but I'm just curious. What made you ask me that? Um, I, what made me ask you that? Um, I think because it felt relevant to myself as well. Like I was asking myself that in terms of like someone, I posted something about like being uh, like committed to the process on my Instagram story and someone responded and was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know. Like, how do you keep going? Like, yeah. Like what key, basically they're like, it's, it's so inspiring that you, that you end up going to the gym every morning. Like what, what keeps you going? And then I thought about it and I was like, what does keep me going? Because it's interesting because I've like pursued similar things so many times in my life, but this time it's just so different. Like there's like, put it into words, what would you say? What would I say about myself? Mm-hmm. I think it's exactly what I said before. Like, I didn't say this to that person because like they didn't need to know the depths of my soul. Right. Um, but I really think for me, like what keeps me going is wanting to like for the version of me that was that felt so broken and felt so lost and confused and like I was the only person that like couldn't like garner control over like I I would say for forever I would always say like the one area of my life and it comes back to the control piece that I can't get control of is my relationship to my body my body in general and the way that I think about 
like what I put into my body or food or like all these things. And it would bother me so much because I feel like I would excel and overachieve in every other area of my life. And it would be so frustrating to feel like this was the quote unquote one thing. Obviously I'm not perfect, but it was just like, it was an area that brought me so much pain. So to feel like it was also the area I couldn't control was so hard. So I really think that that's what keeps me going. I think it's literally not only being in a much better headspace and relationship to myself where I believe I deserve to feel good and confident and empowered and strong and like all of those things. But I really do think like a huge motivator for me is wanting to show myself that it's possible and that it's possible for me. Yeah, I love that. And I think what I've seen from you now, and I can relate to it as well. And I think it's part of the, the key to this of like, you know, when you were doing things for the wrong reasons, you weren't loving the way you felt when you were doing them. No. Now I see you go when you do your workout or whatever, like, yes or no, you love the way you feel when you're doing it. Absolutely. I do. And like mentally. 100%. love the way you feel when you're doing it. And, and it, I think that is such a, 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 an important factor of like why we keep go, why, what, what makes us keep going? Like, even for acting, like, I never, I keep going even when it's hard, because when I'm doing it, I love the way I feel. Mm. And I just think that that is such a huge part of it. And like we were saying before, and in I know that you've experienced this in your journey of like, there's two routes to get to the things we want like one is loving the way we feel while we're doing it and one is hating the way we feel while we're doing it and like Mm -hmm. you don't have to struggle you know on or or you don't have to choose things Mm, I can't no my thought is not coming together but yeah there's those two routes and I just think it's it's interesting to be aware of what you know which one you're going down Yeah. And I think it really comes along with building so much more self-compassion alongside with like layers of accountability, like, and, and just like not, not being so hard on ourselves in the sense of like building shame, because when we build shame and start to be like, well, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like there've been so many times where I've been like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I thought I was past this. And it builds up so much pressure and unnecessary issues because it just like keeps you stuck in a certain place where when you're really coming from a place of like, I deserve this. I, and you might be scared. You might be like, listen, I don't, I'm not going to pretend that every step of the way I've been like, oh yeah, I can do this. Cause I had no evidence that I could. I've only had evidence that I failed every time I attempted. Yeah, I've, I've had that those feelings before. For yeah. Sure. So to, to put your faith, even when you have only evidence of quote unquote failure, even if you're learning and growing, it's really fucking hard to make the choice to be like, but I'm still going to keep going. But I know if I don't give up, I'll get there eventually. Like, it's really hard to do that. But I think that it it is also a huge motivator. And I do think that that's why it's so important to set those, like, set those expectations and to get clear and build those steps. Because often when you are so clear on the steps, then when your motivation is lacking, you're still going to be committed to the process. Right. And how can you love the process? How can we learn to love the process? 
Yeah. And it doesn't mean you'll love every moment of it because I think sometimes no. too, like there are aspects of it that, like you said, in terms of like being simple, like there are certain things that you have to do as an actor, like send emails that like aren't fun. It It's like simple-ish parts of it, right? Maybe there's like a drafted or I can put it in perspective of our podcast. Like there are aspects of like reaching out to guests or asking guests to share things or whatever that are easy and simple because it's a right. copy paste and just a little bit of fluff skis. But like, it's not fun. Like that piece of it isn't like the most enjoyable out of all things. Um, but yeah, I love that. I love so many, like, I think but strong. Knowing things. that those things are in pursuit of something that you do love, something that does make you feel good, something that, you know, does, that is fulfilling. And it's not, doing those things is not taking away from your yeah. mental well-being, you know. Definitely that 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 middle ground there definitely you guys you have so much to think about after this episode yeah, ask no yourself thing. No thing. what keeps me going how can I love the process now how do I want to feel when I get there mm. so many different things how can I get more clear on where it is that I want to go how can I make peace with where I am now how can I find fulfillment in every day like there's so many things you could think about and I hope that you do, because I think that the people that enjoy life the most are the people that ask questions like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, this was fun one, bud. Fun. Love you. Love you so much. So much. Um, so and I would uh, just like to tell you that everybody uh, was telling me um, that they Who let her in? yesterday and I just wanted you to know that um everybody loves it and you don't have to but everybody else thinks that she is uh how you say beautiful Brigitte Brigitte has made a guest appearance oh my god it's her name Brigitte yeah oh I love that well I just wanted you to know that everybody loved my French accent wow honestly happy for you know that I am and to our audience, <laughs> remember. <laughs> you are 10 out of 10, baby. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20s Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube